Welcome to Podcast Sound Advice, the place for up-to-date podcast tactics and trends. You'll find actionable strategies to help you grow your audience, expand your influence, and monetize your content. Join Phyllis and Kelvin for Podcast Sound Advice, starting now. Thanks for joining us at the Sound Advice Podcast. We are excited to have one of our podcast clients with us today. Laura Vanderkam is joining us. She is the creator and host of the Best of Both Worlds podcast, our co-host, actually. Uh, she's an author. She's a mom. She's a writer. She's a podcaster. She's a longtime blogger. Uh, Laura's very busy, so we appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day today to be with us. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're happy to have you here. We're really talking to lots of people who are reaching out about podcasting right now. And there's a lot of questions that we get often. So what I'd like to do is go back to the beginning a little bit. And if you could share with us, what was kind of your initial motivation? And what was the reason that you thought podcasting might be a good, a good content activity for you? Yeah, well, I'd had it in the back of my mind for a while. Uh, I could definitely see that a lot of people were starting to listen to podcasts. And when I thought about how people use their time, because I like to write about time management, right? it fits so perfectly into modern life. I mean, there are many times where we can't pay full attention to something, but we don't want to be doing nothing else. So, right. you know, whether you're driving, whether you have sort of um, mindless kind of work that you have to do, if you are folding laundry or you know, yeah. any running on a treadmill or anything like this, podcast fits so perfectly into that. And I had seen that audiobooks were becoming a bigger proportion of, of book sales for that same reason. But there's only so much audiobook creating one can do. It takes a lot of time and effort right. to write a book and then turn it into an audiobook. Whereas, whereas podcasts can be more immediate and, and more, more content uh, you can produce more quickly. So I had this in the back of my mind. And then my co host, Sarah, who I'd read her blog for years, she posted that she was thinking of starting a podcast. And I said, well, have I got an idea? And, and so I reached out to her and it took us not too long to, to set it up. I mean, thanks to you guys, you helped us set it up very quickly. And so Best of Both Worlds launched in August of 2017, and we've been producing an episode every Tuesday since. Yeah, absolutely. And for people that don't know, um, first of all, Going on almost your third year of podcasting is, um, I don't know, that's like a, I don't know, 20 years maybe. And like, <laughs> we're considered old now. Yes, yeah, it's, it is a big deal. It's significant. Um, you've produced over 140 episodes, I believe. I think yeah, next week will be 142 or 141. I, I'm losing track a little, but which is incredible. Uh, you've had 1.4, 1.5, 1.6 million downloads. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I want to say it's 1.5 or 1.6. So it's pretty significant. And and you had a bit of a following, obviously, as an author and having published what three or four books, I think, by the time that your podcast has started. But what about podcasting either? Was there anything that surprised you about it with the connections you were making with your audience? Or is there anything that really um, pops out for you? I really think that my audience feels like they know me better and feels closer to me than they did just reading my written words. Uh, podcasting is more immediate. It's more conversational. And so, you know, in the past, when I give speeches, people have read the book. So they talk about that. 
but in the past two or so years since I've started podcasting, I have people come up to me and just talking about my life. Like we've been chatting every morning in the car on the way to work, you know, like, oh, because you have, <laughs> because we have, I'm like, you know, did you solve that issue with this? And I'm like, okay. I mean, and it's so awesome to, to have that mm -hmm. sense of, you know, that you're a community with your audience. Um, I, I really do enjoy that aspect of it. And, and it, it's just because people know you better when they hear your voice versus just reading your words. Yeah, absolutely. That's so true. That doesn't surprise me, Laura. A part of the, because part of your blog or podcast, excuse me, that is Laura and you and share Sarah, your co-host, you share about your personal life. I mean, since you've been podcasting, Sarah's had a baby and you've had a baby. You've had, you know, a number of family events and trips and milestones and things that have happened in your life. And you share those things on your podcast. I know you get this question probably a lot. Like, how do you get so much done with all of the other things that you have? And you have a very full life. So if you could share with us the, maybe the process, because I know you and Sarah batch your recordings, you you do some planning ahead of time, you have a very specific way you put the show together. Could you share with a few, a few people how you do that and how it's worked for you? I think one of the amazing things about Sarah is she has a real job. I mean, a lot of us who are in this business have very flexible jobs, you know, working for ourselves, things like that. I mean, she's works for a major hospital system. She sees patients all the time. So that has, you know, forced us to be very intentional about how we schedule recordings. So she has usually one day off every two weeks where she's not seeing patients and doesn't have official hospital duties. And so we try to batch record on those days. And it doesn't always work. Like if there's a guest we really want to have and it can't work with her schedule, I'll just interview that person. But usually we've been able to make it work. And so on those days, we'll try to record two or maybe three episodes. And then we have them. Um, and so they can come out every Tuesday. And we try to record enough ahead of time yeah. so that when stuff comes up, we are okay. So if, for instance, she has a work emergency she has to deal with, then we've got that. Or as you said, we've both had babies in the course of our <laughs> recording these. And so, you know, a baby is not an unknown event. You do have some advance warning. Uh, so right. we've been able to record ahead of time and have those episodes in the hopper for when we've been in the first few weeks postpartum in those cases. So yeah, we you know, shoot back and forth ideas for episodes, for guests. Some of that is people pitching us. Some of it is right. our reaching out to people. Sure. We get ideas from our blog readers, from our Instagram followers, and then shoot each other notes over email, have rough outlines of our episodes, and then we sit down and record them and then send them off to you guys to work your magic. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear you say about batching. And I will attest, I know, obviously, before Henry was born, you obviously guys, you had several podcasts done ahead of time. Back, I think in December, even you guys did quite a few in advance, um, I think, intentionally so that you weren't recording or didn't have any need to record during the holiday period which is great. Um, so I think a lot of podcasters, when you're new to that, don't necessarily think about that kind of scheduling or that sort of planning. So I think the way that you guys do it is really helpful and will be helpful to other people to understand like, yeah, I could sit down and actually bang out a lot, maybe in like one afternoon a week or one afternoon or maybe two afternoons a month even, and then get a quite a bit of content done. 
Yeah. And there are also ways to sort of make more content without having to do a whole lot of advanced planning. So for instance, we do mailbag episodes where we get listener questions and we can just get five or six questions and answer them as we're recording. And that produces an episode or sometimes we'll just do life updates. Like, you know, we've had these things going on. And the good news about having a co-host is that you can always just have a conversation. And especially if you know each other pretty well, which we've gotten to know each other over the years, then that can produce an interesting episode in a way that if you were just talking as your own self, (laughs) might (laughs) might not be all that interesting for people to listen to. So for for my podcasts that are just me talking, Mm -hmm. I have to have those very carefully scripted. You know, I read and make sure that there's no nothing that hasn't been edited out that shouldn't be there. Whereas when it's a conversation, people are a little more forgiving. So those those are actually probably easier to come up with the content. And, and so I definitely recommend doing it with a friend and partly just because it makes it more fun. Like, right, right. Yeah, it doesn't seem like work. We're just having a conversation, which we'd like to do anyway. Right. Yeah. Which is, which is excellent. And I, and I think that energy too comes across to your audience, right? That you guys genuinely like each other and you enjoy talking about some of these things together. It's clear that people enjoy kind of hearing that and sort of feeling like they're part of that conversation, which is cool. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Let's briefly talk about, you do have two other podcasts that you do. The Corner Office, which is brand new and um, has just recently started. And the other is Before Breakfast. Thank you. Oh, my God. I, could, I had it before breakfast. And both of those are are different. They're First of all, they're daily. They're just you. Uh, they're both Monday through Friday, I believe. Is that right? Yes. Every weekday morning. Yeah. So you just briefly, we don't have to go into a lot of detail, but you mentioned those tend to be a little bit more scripted. They're also quite a bit shorter. So would you mind just sharing people kind of how you do that? I'm I'm assuming you're sitting down and recording five or six or 10 of those at once. Yes, definitely. So I work with iHeartMedia on my other two podcasts before breakfast and this new one, the new corner office. And the format is about a five minute episode where I share a short daily tip I write scripts. They're short, about four or five minutes. I try to record them in the morning before my household is busy and loud. Uh, The one downside of that is I have learned from listening to myself that my voice is about half an octave lower before 7 (laughs) a.m. than it is afterwards. And so if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, wow, you've got more of an alto than I thought you had. (laughs) That's what's going on. I'm I'm trying to get better about it, doing a tea, honey, lemon, get some of the gravelly nature of early morning throat stuff out. But uh, yeah, try to knock those off five at a batch, you know, record five one morning for one show to get a whole week done. Right. Next morning, record five for the other show, get a whole week done. And that makes it a pretty manageable pace. Okay, great. Now, if somebody's listening and they are interested in podcasting or you know, something that they've been thinking about doing or they've been encouraged to do, what tip or what one or two things would you recommend to those people to either research and learn about or to you know, maybe something that might be helpful for them, for them to get started? Well, certainly thinking about having a co-host just to have the option of having a conversation between the two of you become an episode, finding a co-host you like because you want to keep talking to that person and Uh that will give the podcast some legs. So neither of you is getting all that sick of it. Uh, Really having a topic that you care about because people can tell if it's forced, people can tell if you just don't care. And, And I'm not saying that there aren't 
maybe professional podcasts that have to be out there that people are doing because it's their job and they have to get this stuff out there. But it's going to be better for all involved if you really find the material intrinsically motivating to you right there. Um, You know, listen to what you enjoy. See what else is out there. The podcast that you are drawn to, the formats. There's lots of different formats out there now. There's certainly the short daily ones like I'm doing or the guest ones. Some people have guests every time. There are ones that are more seriously produced where you go and interview different people and put in different sound clips and things like that, or the conversational ones. And these are all options and slightly different formats. And so see what resonates most strongly with with you. And, And then, you know, that's the key to sticking with it. I also say try to come up with a good publishing schedule because you want your audience to know that say every Tuesday is when they can listen to your podcast or every Thursday or whatever it is, but then they start anticipating it and building it into their weeks. And that really helps build community as well. Right. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I think consistency is, well, just like anything with like blogging and writing and other kinds of things, right? Consistency is helpful, both obviously to your audience, but it's also really helpful, I think, as a discipline for creating the content, right? I think um, I think it's a Seth Godin quote or whatever, but he said something about, you know, I, I don't always know what I'm going to write until I start, but I start every day. So I know it's going to come, that sort of thing. As a writer, do you feel like that's there's a little bit of a muscle to that once you kind of get into the groove? Oh, definitely. With podcasting, with writing, anything like this, the more you do it, the more ideas you have. And I know when I was starting podcasting, like, well, are we really going to come up with something every week that we want to talk about? And yes, I mean, we have episodes forever if we want them. <laughs> right. Well, and, now, and now you're talking about stuff again that you talked about before, because before. you have to, because you have to update. You have so. to update. And, and every year or two, our mornings change completely. So we're gonna have another episode about our morning routines or different stages of kids or what was different when one kid went through it and now the other or school and back to school. I mean, you can do a different back to school every (laughs) September and people will still be interested in it. And, you know, even if we run out of things to talk about, our listeners sending questions, and those are different too. I'm holding out for the teenage years. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, there's there there is, you know, some of our content is career oriented, some is parenting oriented. The yes, one of the issues with parenting topics is it's fine to talk about little kids. Older kids are their own people and they don't necessarily want to be part of your podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, splattered across the airwaves for splattered all Splattered across hear. the airwaves for, for you know, their peers, their peers' parents to be listening to. Right. So, yeah, that that is sadly, there's a lot less content out there related to parenting teens, as I've noticed now that I'm looking for it. Yeah, interesting. So that's, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that. We don't have kids, so I, you know, I hear which again is one of the reasons why I'm just flabbergasted sometimes at how much you guys get done. <laughs> We're, we stay busy and we don't even have kids. So anyway, we have a cat. Yeah. So uh, I guess before we sign off, we are going to be sharing this podcast episode on our website and sharing it with our listeners and with others. And so if there's somebody that hasn't listened to best of both worlds yet, which I find kind of unbelievable, but there might be a few people out there. So, and we want to introduce them and you have so many episodes to choose from, and they can certainly start listening just with current episodes today. But what do you have one or two episodes that you would want to point people to that you either really like, or that you feel like really 
just would give them a really good flavor of you and Sarah and the kinds of things that you guys talk about. Well, one of the more fun ones to listen to is any of our superficial things. One, we've done a couple of episodes devoted to superficial things, and that's what we call them. And we talk about skincare, clothes, makeup, hair. Um, and we, we decided to put these into specific episodes just to get them all under one podcast topic. And they tend to be really popular. Like we all hear from people about them and yeah. <laughs> they're like, Ooh, yes, we want to hear about your skincare regimen. Really? Like, I'm not sure I want to hear about my skincare <laughs> regimen, but okay. Um, so, so if you want to hear the fun stuff, that's one. In terms of guest episodes, we had a fun one recently where we interviewed Joel and Matt of the How to Money podcast, yeah. uh, which is one that Sarah and I both listened to sort of independently. We both decided we enjoyed listening to it. So we said, well, hey, well, let's see if these two gentlemen want to come on our podcast as guests. And so that was a really fun episode just in terms of the back and forth from them because we felt like we knew them from listening to their podcast. And right. so it, just what we talked about earlier of having that immediacy with your community when people are listening to you all the time, I felt like I knew Joel and Matt already. And so the, the questions were very easy. The conversation was easy. So I thought that was one of our better guest ones. Okay. One other question I wanted to ask, as you mentioned about getting feedback, I'm curious, two things really do people, what kind of, do people email you? Do people reach out to you on social media? Like how do they get feedback and questions to you about, not questions for your Q&A segment so much as just feedback in general about topics they like or didn't like, or if they have disagreed with something or if they totally, you know, you've been really helpful to them, those kinds of things. How do you hear from them the most? Well, people do email us. Um, both Sarah and I have public email addresses. So people find those and email us and yeah, as you said, that's how we get a lot of our listener questions too. Uh, I post on my blog every week about our episode. And so there's a post where people can post feedback about it. We have social media handles, uh, the best of both worlds podcast over on Instagram is a place where we get a lot of feedback. The thing you have to know about this and anyone getting into podcasts should be aware of this. You're going to hear more from people who are upset than people who are happy. Like when people are happy, they don't immediately think, I should write that I'm happy. Like I should write that this was another episode that entertained me on the treadmill today. Like, yeah, you know, yes. some people will write you that and that's great. You can feel happy about that. But it's people hide behind the fact that they can write it. You can't see them. You can't immediately talk back to them. Yes. There's no there's no confrontation there, immediate kind of thing. It's yes. No, that's true. And I mean, if, if somebody was going to call me on the phone, they would probably use a different tone of voice than some of, <laughs> some of the uh, written responses. And some of the tone you get in your yeah, responses. Yeah, exactly. And, and I don't know. I, I think Sarah's a little bit more sensitive to it than I am. She's probably a nicer person in general than I am. Oh, so, it's, uh, so she's she can get very upset when people are like, oh, I didn't, well, we hated this episode. She's like, oh, no, somebody hated the episode. I'm kind of, yeah, great. Somebody on the internet didn't like us. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, if it's, if it's useful feedback, like sometimes people will say, well, you didn't address this topic and that's a total blind spot on your part. And I go, okay, well, that's interesting. Like, thank you for letting us know about this. Or here's something about this topic that you might want to cover in the future or who knows. I, there, there are various things that are, are useful feedback. And even when people are gruff, that's helpful to get. But, you know, if you're getting into podcasting, you should know that not everyone will like you. Right. And that is okay. And I found, interestingly enough, when people write you angry notes. If you write back sort of calmly thanking people for their feedback and, you know, I appreciate your taking time out of your busy life to listen to me and to write to me. 
sometimes the emails you get back are just like, whoa, I mean, they become your best friends. <laughs> it's just right. people didn't, I don't know if they didn't think you're a real person or whatever, but right. uh, once you get past that and say, oh, you know, I'm happy to have feedback, then, then you wind up with extremely loyal listeners. Yeah. They just didn't expect the personal interaction. No, yeah. they didn't expect the personal interaction. Yeah. Which is actually nice, right? Because a lot of times, like, obviously in that sense, they probably just, probably very rewarding to just feel like they were heard. Like you actually yeah. read their email and you actually took a minute to respond. That's, that's not an everyday thing. I think for a lot of us, right. If we're, if we're doing this kind of stuff online. Yeah. So that's really helpful. And I, I like, I appreciate too. I think one of the reasons that your podcast is so successful, one of the many reasons is because you and Sarah do share your opinions and you're not afraid to be opinionated. Like you're not trying to massage, like how you feel to make it really palatable, I guess, to everybody. I mean, you're not super controversial either, but you know, if you're, you have opinions about something and you say that, you know, this is what you think about this. Um, and I, and I, it's obviously been a recipe for success. You're, you know, it's gone really well and you're, you do have a very loyal following. They love you guys. We're going to sign off here. I appreciate your time, but let's tell everybody, we will link obviously to your Instagram feed for people to find you and then tell everybody where they can find the rest of your information. Yeah. Well, if people want to come visit my website, it's lauravandercam.com, just my name, which will be in the links, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can read my blog. I'm still blogging all the time, as is Sarah. She's at the shoebox, T-H-E-S-H-U. Those are her initials, B-O-X.com. And yeah, I would love to hear from your listeners. We have, both of us have very nice comment sections on our blogs, <laughs> which is, which is helpful. Much of the internet has turned into a comment <laughs> dumpster fire, but <laughs> our, our readers are still, still yeah. good. Yeah. So hopefully, <laughs> hope to keep that going. <laughs> yep. Well, great. And thanks for joining us. Yeah. Both of you guys are really consistent, again, writers and bloggers still. And um, yeah, you do have, I've re I read both of your um, blogs and there's a lot of good info there. For people that are looking for Laura's expertise or information on the productivity, she has some uh, free resources and all kinds of things like that on her website as well that you might want to take advantage of. Um, and Laura, I just want to say thanks. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of your day today. We really appreciate it. And, appreciate um, your time. Yeah, we we'll look forward to, I, I don't know, what whatever the, the, the rest of the, I guess, the third year anniversary of the best of both worlds and whatever is next. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for producing our show. It's been really fun working with you. Yeah. Likewise. Thanks a lot. That's our wrap for this episode. We hope you found today's sound advice helpful. Let us know what you think by leaving us a review. You can get more resources at podcastsoundadvice.com. Until next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.